top high school basketball teams face off. Teams in action include Sunrise Christian Academy, a local favorite, Link Academy from Missouri, Veritas Academy from California, and Wasatch Academy from Utah. Get your tickets today at visitwichita.com slash get dash tickets. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. You know, changing your oil with a full synthetic oil like Pennzoil Platinum can help your engine get more miles. Right now, you can get five quarts with an STP Extended Life oil filter for only $38.99. Get everything you need for better fuel efficiency at any of our 6,200 stores or on AutoZone.com. Get in AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. On that heavy shelf you hung yesterday. Turns out, you didn't use enough anchors. Wait, you didn't use any anchors? <laughs> now you've got an open floor plan. Trendy. And if you have the wrong home insurance, you could need a wall of money to fix this. So get home insurance with Allstate and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM is broadcasting live from Super Bowl Radio Row in Las Vegas. We'll be interviewing the biggest names in sports and entertainment, plus interviews with your favorite Kansas City Chiefs players and coaches. Super Bowl Radio Row coverage on ESPN Wichita is brought to you by Davis Liquor Outlet, neighborhood locations with superstore prices, and by Pinnacle Homes, building your trust. Visit them at RemindMissWichita.com. I'm Christine Lisi. 76ers center, reigning NBA MVP Joel Embiid underwent a procedure on his left meniscus injury today. He'll miss at least four weeks. How his recovery goes over the next few weeks will be critical. ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski is reporting there's still a belief the door is not closed on the possibility Embiid returns in the regular season. ESPN NBA analyst Kendrick Perkins. Even if he comes back, he's still going to take time for the big fella to ramp things up. And then we're going to be going into April, the most crucial point of the NBA season, right into the play-in tournament, right into the postseason. High-level basketball. And with his history, I wouldn't chance it. Philadelphia's lost six of seven is fifth in the East. Dodgers and lefty Clayton Kershaw, one of the greatest players in the history of that franchise, agreed on a new contract. The structure of the deal not yet known, so he'll stay with the only organization he's ever pitched for. He'll miss the first half of his 17th season with L.A., recovering from off-season shoulder surgery. Oilers tonight go for an NHL record 17th straight win when they visit the defending Stanley Cup champion Golden Knights, 10 Eastern, ESPN+. Hey, it's your resident Super Bowl champ, Chris Cannon. Coming up Wednesday, if the 49ers don't win the Super Bowl, I'll tell you why their season will be considered a failure. It's Unsportsmanlike, 6 a.m. Eastern, right here on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, and ESPNU. You're listening to The Pulse with Pat Strothman on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Small town, big dreams, and a young boy the age of 15. Had a premonition his city would get seen. Now I'm winning, get sheen in the city of the home of our hero. What's up, Wichita? And what's up, Las Vegas? Home to Super Bowl 58. It's the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers set to take place this weekend. And we are so excited to bring you all the sights and sounds from Super Bowl Radio Row. This is The Pulse on Wichita Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. We are also streaming in a couple different places. If you would like to stream the show, you can go to ESPNWichita.com. There is a red button that says Listen Live. Click on it. A media player will pop up and bam, you can stream us for however long you'd like. You can also check out other shows by going to the podcast page. You can check out the shows from 
Wichita Furniture and Mattress yesterday. You can also uh, check out shows from last week. And as the week rolls along, let's say you're not going to be able to listen to our coverage on Thursday or Friday or whenever, you can always go back and catch it on the podcast page or on Spotify and Apple Music or wherever you get your podcast. You can also stream the show by downloading the TuneIn app on your smartphone. A very simple thing to use. And if you are at home or at the office and you have a thing called a smart speaker, you're in luck because you can tell your smart speaker to tune into ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM or KKGQ. I'm Pat Stropman broadcasting from Las Vegas. Jack Johnson is the producer back in the studio running the show. The number of the call is 316-669-4996, 316-669-4996. If you have any interest in being a part of the show today by voicing your opinion, you can certainly do that, or you might just need that number to get one more chance at getting in our grand prize drawing for a Kansas City Chiefs Bud Light neon sign. You heard that correctly. You're running out of chances. This is the final week to get in the grand prize drawing. You have to pay attention to Shane's show from 12 to 2 or this program for your chance to be entered to win a Kansas City Chiefs Bud Light neon sign. Pay close attention, and when you hear the Travis Kelsey sounder, be the third caller to be registered to win. It's brought to you by Bud Light. Easy to Sunday, easy to enjoy. Bud Light is the official beer sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. Must be 21 years or older to enter. Again, the number you'll need is 669-4996. If you want to be a part of the show by using the text line, do it. 316-247-0923. That is 247 247- 0923. Your text messages are always welcomed. Also, if you would like to interact on social media, please do. ESPN Wichita at Twitter slash X, Facebook, Instagram. And might I suggest you go and check out our social media pages because we have video that is up and running. We have stuff on Instagram, kind of a behind-the-scenes look at what's going on here in Las Vegas. Facebook has a little bit of that. We have a ton of video, though, from opening nights, Twitter. We're always trying to keep you up to date on all the latest things in the sports world. So go and follow and like all those different social media pages. Well, here today, it is always interesting here at Super Bowl Radio Row. And I bring that up because you have a schedule, but you really don't have a schedule, if that makes any sense. I bring that up because things can change on a dime. You have Taylor Eldridge, who's set to come up here before too long at the top of the hour, brought to you by You Build at Wichita, but you just never know what might happen. Who might swing on by? That's coming up in hour number two. After that, I'm sure we'll have time to talk about the Sunflower Showdown featuring KU and K-State's big win for the K-State Wildcats. So if we have a moment, we'll sneak in. KUK State Talk. After that, though, we will have a former Kansas City Chiefs kicker live with us from Radio Row. It is Nick Lowry who will join us at the tail end of the show. We talked to Nick last year. It was great, a fun conversation. Looking forward to visiting with Nick here today. In terms of here in our number one, lots of stuff about the Kansas City Chiefs and a ton of audio coming from opening nights. We visited with Blake Bell, Wichita's own. We visited with a K-State Wildcat and Felix Anudike Uzama, Diamond Smith, Nick Allegretti, Juwan Taylor. That covers three members on the Chiefs offensive line. Charles Amenihu, who's not going to be able to play in this game, also had a chance to visit with him. Turk Wharton might have to take on a bigger role this weekend considering there is no Charles and Menihu. So we have a ton of audio 
coming your way here on the show, especially here in hour number one. And we're hoping to also get Matt Derrick from ChiefsDigest.com. He's brought to you by Intrust Bank. Lots of stuff taking place from Las Vegas. Of course, our Super Bowl Radio Row coverage is presented to you by Davis Liquor Outlet, neighborhood locations with superstore prices. Find a location at davisliquoroutlet.com. And it's also brought to you by Pinnacle Homes, building your trust. Visit them at remodelerswichita.com. That's remodelerswichita.com. I mean, let's be real, big game's coming up. You'll probably want to talk to those two businesses. Davis Liquor Outlet's going to have you covered when it comes to making sure that you're satisfied, quenched, all that stuff. Pinnacle Homes, hey, if you have an area that's not quite up to snuff because of, of the big game, let's say you're embarrassed to host a, a big game party, talk to Pinnacle Homes. They're great people out that way. Like I mentioned Yesterday, I was inside Allegiant Stadium, home of the Las Vegas Raiders. So many different things up on the walls and on the the Jumbotron, dealing with the Kansas City Chiefs, mentioning the Kansas City Chiefs, putting the arrowhead that's up there. And I got to say, that is something to think about when you are a Raiders fan. I'm sure that can't feel very great. But I got to say, we, we got there. First thing we saw was the field. And the, the field is is outside, getting dried out and getting ready for Sunday. And it's incredible to see it. The field is outside. <laughs> when you're walking around inside trying to get to Chiefs players and, and whoever – <laughs> you're you're not stepping on the actual field. The actual field is outside and trying to get in, in good condition, trying to stay in good condition for the game coming up on Sunday. I got to say that was a, a very unique thing to see, very unique thing to see. This is the third time that we've been on Super Bowl Radio Row and the third time I've seen – actually, the second time I've seen opening night. And last year was, was fun. It felt like it was more crowded – this time, I don't know if it's just because the size of Allegiant Stadium or what, but it was so much more spread out, and I got to say, I, I enjoyed it. It was a good time, and I'm sure the players all enjoyed it as well. You you have the, the typical superstars at the podium, which we can get that podium audio whenever we'd like later on, so if we want to dig some of that out, we certainly can. But the goal is to walk around and try to get some one-on-one interviews that you're not going to get anywhere else and we'll do our best to get some more as the week progresses because there will be plenty of other opportunities to talk to other individuals from the Kansas City Chiefs but I did talk to seven different players seven different individuals and I got to say all of them were were enjoyable and I told you that I talked to three members up front on the offensive line protecting Patrick Mahomes Let's get to a couple of them, shall we? Let's start with Jawan Taylor, the starting right tackle from the Kansas City Chiefs. Jawan Taylor's been under the microscope in the National Football League, but I did ask him what it was like to maybe not be under the microscope quite as much, at least as of late. You're not seeing any major false starts coming from him. Yes, he, he's one of the more penalized players in the National Football League at tackle. So we talked a little bit about that, and we talked about other things as well. Let's start with Jawan Taylor. Hi, right, Jawan Taylor. Well, here you are in Las Vegas getting ready to play for a Super Bowl in your first year with the Kansas City Chiefs. What's it been like? Uh, it's amazing, man. I'm enjoying the experience. I've been dreaming about this since I've been a kid. So I'm very excited to be here and have this opportunity. So going back to the offseason where you're weighing your options – you're certainly looking at the best opportunity and all that stuff. But here you are, Kansas City Chiefs, first year, making it to the Super Bowl. Did you did you think that this was going to happen in year number one? I mean, come on. I believe it was going to happen. Uh, you know, coming here and playing with such a great group of guys, uh, great quarterback, great coaches, uh, you know, I definitely knew it was, it was a belief that it could, it could happen. So uh, being here and just been enjoying the ride, it, it's been crazy. How much more comfortable are you now? Like, when you go to a new team, I think – 
everyone just assumes, you know, being a former lineman myself, everyone just assumes it's a plug-and-play, no big deal, but every quarterback's different, all the schemes are different, all the running backs are different, all the tight ends are different, like, it's a different feel. So how comfortable are you now compared to even at the start of the season where training gap began? Uh, definitely a lot more comfortable. Um, and shout out to the guys on the team and the coaches. They made me comfortable early. Um, I was able to adapt to the, the new scheme and everything and a new new environment, new area I was in. So uh, they did a phenomenal job with that. And I, I was just able to come in and learn and be able to soak up everything in the coaching and be able to, you know, just go week to week with it. What's it like being a part of this offensive line with Joe Tooney and Donovan Smith and Creed Humphrey and, and Trey Smith? I mean, you guys got a lot of guys up there. So your thoughts on working with this offensive line? It's amazing. Uh, great group of guys, great group of professionals. Uh, they, they approach the game, you know, and attack the game head first every day. And I just love playing with those guys. We have a great, great unit for sure. Well, you and Donovan Smith both being newbies on the team. Have you two had a chance to talk about, man, remember when we – when we sign, uh, have you talked a lot to Diamond about that? Absolutely. Uh, he's a phenomenal guy, man. I look up to him a lot. Uh, he, he definitely attacks the game the right way, and he, he's, a, he's a great veteran to have in the room for sure. How has Patrick Mahomes made you a better offensive lineman? Uh, he, he's just a great leader, man. Uh, we all feed off of that energy, and, you know, when you got a guy like that behind you, you just got to give it your all, you know, every single play for him. Uh, and you know he's going to make something happen. So just being with somebody like that is it, very fun. Now, I haven't been wanting to keep track of all the penalties or anything like that, but false start-wise, does it feel like you don't have a bullseye on your back as, as it was at the beginning? Uh, maybe not. I mean, you know, I've just been trying to go through the year, man, and just try to get better and progress, you know, but uh, definitely want to clean it up and get better at it for sure. <laughs> What do you see from the 49ers and the challenges that they present up front? Uh, very great defense, very great front seven, even great guys on the back end. Um, you know, we definitely got a tall task ahead of us on Sunday. Do you have a favorite Usher song? Uh, <laughs> they just asked me that. I really don't know right now. I know, you know, Confessions are a big one. Well, there you go, Jack Johnson. He's going to continue to clean it up. I know that's been a, a word that's been used all throughout the year. It's kind of like the buzz statement of the year for the Kansas City Chiefs. Clean things up. That's what you got to do. You got to clean things up. Well, we'll see how clean he could be this weekend. He's going to have to be clean. He's going to have to be a, a clean right tackle. Penalties can be huge. They loom large, especially in ill-opportune moments. And those are things that have happened to the Chiefs in the regular season. Maybe not as much in the postseason at this point, which is why what we've said about the Chiefs, just got to get to the postseason, and then turn it on. Let's go to uh, the other side of the offensive line. Donovan Smith, the former Tampa Bay Buccaneer, who's also in his first year and also is celebrating a Super Bowl appearance. Here is Donovan Smith, starting left tackle for the Chiefs. Hi, Donovan. Here you are, a Super Bowl appearance here in Las Vegas. Your thoughts on opening night? Oh, it's great. Um, it's fabulous, obviously, to be able to see all the fans and, you know, all the extra stuff that they got going on around here to show support. Uh, it's amazing. Obviously, it's a blessing to be able to be out here with my teammates. You know, obviously, we're grateful to be in this position. So we're just taking it all in. Well, last year, you know, you dealt with a little bit of a, the injury bug last year. This year, for the most part, okay, intact. So what's it like getting to this point being healthy for the most part. Yeah, it's always a blessing for sure. Uh, obviously, it's a physical game. Uh, it takes a toll on you and your body, obviously, you know, but it's only two teams to make it through, what, 21 weeks of the season. So, you know, uh, hats off to the, you know, uh, all the staff and everybody to take care of us in the weight room and then practice and everything to make sure that we're fresh. So uh, it's a group effort, obviously, uh, individual as well as, you know, the coaches and everybody. So. Well, everyone's wondering about Joe Tooney. I know everyone's wanting Joe to go. Hopefully he can go. But what does that do for you in your position, being the left tackle, losing a guy like that at left guard? Yeah. If he can't play, obviously. Yeah, no, he's great. Um, obviously, we'll see. But, um, you know, anytime you plug in a new guy like that, you just got to make sure you communicate. Uh, he's more than capable of Nick Allegretti of, you know, being in that position. And uh, I wouldn't be able to. I wouldn't want a better guy, you know, to play next to in this game. So it's going to be fun. How has Patrick Mahomes made you a better tackle? Oh, man. Uh, just always pushing us always to be better, um, you know, through practice uh, in the game, just understanding what's at, uh, what's at, what's at hand. Um, 
So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's as easy as that. You know? What's it like working with this entire group with Creed and on the opposite side with Juwan? What's it like working with this entire offensive line? Yeah, no, nah, it's amazing. Uh, you know, it's a great group of guys uh, from top to bottom. But definitely, this offensive line room are really close knit, uh, really tight, really good group of friends. You know, we hang out together, go out to eat. And, uh, you know, we spend a lot of time together, which, you know, plays a big part. So anytime that you're able to have that that uh, unity off the field, it makes the bond that much stronger on the field. So it makes your job easier. So uh, shout out to everybody in the room. I uh, love them all. And uh, it's going to be fun. What do you see from San Francisco with their pass rush up front? Uh, yeah, they're, they're a good pass rushing team. Um, obviously, through the years, they've always had a good front seven. Um, you know, you just got to tip your hat to them and the players that they have over there. So it's obviously going to be a great game. Um, yeah, that's about it. It'll be interesting to see what happens on Sunday if Joe Tooney cannot go. Nick Allegretti filled in quite nicely last week in the AFC Championship game, or two weeks ago, I should say, in the AFC Championship game. Speaking of Nick Allegretti, he had a chance to speak with Nick Allegretti. I'm going to say that for later on. He's a He's a very energetic guy. And a person who is, you want to talk about guys soaking it all in and enjoying every single moment? Nick Allegretti is that guy. I wanted to talk to him for another 15 minutes. He was just so bubbly, and you could tell that he is enjoying this ride. And he's enjoying every single second of, of another Super Bowl appearance. All right, let's get to one more player, and then we got a break for Matt Derrick of ChiefsDigest.com. I know we're focusing heavy on the offensive line. I'll save Nick Allegretti. Let's save FAU and Charles and Menehu for later on, and hopefully Turk Wharton as well if we have some time here in hour number one. Let's hear from Wichita Zone. How about Blake Bell? Let's hear from the tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs. Keep in mind, last year he got banged up. At the very beginning of the year, don't think he was ever really fully healthy for the entire season. He wasn't a part of the Super Bowl last year. I believe he was a scratch last year. This year, he's going to play. And you can tell just looking at him and, and just talking to him. Like last year talking to him, I don't know, like guys maybe are, are different, you know, whatever. But in Phoenix talking to him, you could tell that, all right, I'm here, whatever. But it just wasn't the same. This year, though, just seeing him smile and talking to him, you can sense that he is he is just overjoyed. Well, he's he's been a part of a tight end group for a long time, and not to mention he's had a deal with Travis Kelsey, who has been dating a superstar in Taylor Swift. Yes, we talked a little bit about that, and yes, we had to talk a little bit about Wichita as well. Here is Wichita's own former Bishop Carroll Golden Eagle, Blake Bell. All right, which is our zone, Blake Bell. Blake, does this ever get old, these opening nights here for Super Bowls? It never gets old. And, uh, you know, you got to kind of talk to yourself a little bit because you got to enjoy the moment. Uh, you get caught up in all this stuff. But uh, I know we had an extra week of preparation last week, and we got a whole week this week, so you can't uh, play the game before it starts. But uh, we're excited. Eyes are on the 49ers, and we can't wait. How excited are you just to be here with maybe a few nips and bruises, but for the most part, healthy you're standing and looking pretty good so what's been like having that type of season this year compared to what it was like last year where you had to sit out a little bit before you came on back yeah yeah i'm blessed to be here man i'm, I'm excited like you said i kind of escaped this year without any uh anything crazy happening with last year with my hip um so i'm i'm ready to play man i'm, I'm ready to re ready to get after it um and just here with the team man all the ups and downs we went through this year um and just how everyone stayed the course and just battled uh, it's pretty special. Yeah, I was going to say, did anything change, or is it simply just keep battling? At some point, it's going to click. Yeah, we're going to get everyone's best shot. You know, we were the uh, Super Bowl champs last year, so any team we played, um, and you know, it, like you always say, it, everything's not going to go like the way you want it to go. Uh, you just keep keep battling every single week, and, uh, and here we are. Well, you've had a chance to learn under Travis Kelsey a little bit. Noah Gray's getting used to it. What's this tight end unit been like this year? We got a great room, man. We uh, just a bunch of guys that love ball, uh, and obviously with Travis leading the room, uh, just what he does the field, uh, just preparing. A lot of people don't see any of that. Bridges, uh, um, and just the way he gets open, man. It, it's fun to watch, and it's been a blessing to be a part of it. I mean, here he is. I mean, he's still producing at a very high level, but he's getting up there in age. You 
kind of razz him a little bit by saying, hey, Trav, you know, get, get a little old. Do you razz him at all and motivate him or what? Well, we always give him a hard time, but also I'm I'm 32 know, too, right? so <laughs> I'm getting old. But uh, I think anytime anyone says something to him about age, he uh, gets him fired up. So he could play another 10 years. <laughs> so you know so you know better. You know better than say anything because here you are, age 32, huh? Oh, yeah. Just say it. I got to say it to him before the game because that'll get him ready to roll. <laughs> <laughs> All right, San Francisco, uh, what do you see from the 49ers? Defensively, obviously, they have a lot of different things, but they have a great pass rush. They have a good linebacker crew. They they got a lot, man. So what stands out about San Francisco? Yeah, everything you said, man. I mean, linebackers are great. Uh, D-line is fantastic. They get off the ball. Um, so we're ready to play, man, and, and we know we got a challenge in front of us, but we're ready for that challenge, and um, we get ready for Sunday. Usher's performing at halftime. Do you have a favorite Usher song, or is Usher not your thing? I'd probably say, yeah. Actually, yeah. <laughs> the song. <laughs> I got you. Fair enough. Fair enough. For those watching back in Wichita, what do you say to those in the 316? 316, baby. Born and raised. That'll always be my home. Chiefs kingdom. Let's go, baby. There you have it. That's Wichita's own Blake Bell, former Bishop Carroll Golden Eagle, Something that you didn't hear there, right before I interviewed him, there was a guy from Max Preps who walked up, and he had one question for Blake Bell. He said, look, you were a top 10 quarterback back in the day in high school. Can you name five guys that were ahead of you? Technically, he was number eight. Can you name five guys ahead of you? Blake Bell was able to name five of them. It was pretty darn impressive. I told Blake that right before I interviewed him. And, man, I don't know if I could follow that up. Uh, That was just legendary. But he was smiling ear to ear, and he's certainly happy to be healthy going into a Super Bowl compared to what happened last year in which he wasn't truly fully healthy a season ago. All right, there you go. That's just a little taste of what's to come. We still have Felix Inudike Uzama. We also have Charles Amenehue. I know he's not playing, but I know you really need to listen to the interview with Charles Amenehue. Also, too, we'll have Nick Allegretti. Nick Allegretti, I'm telling you, man, I could talk to him for 15 minutes. That was a really enjoyable conversation. That's just a little taste of what's to come here from Super Bowl 58. It's the Chiefs and the 49ers. Our Super Bowl Radio Row coverage is presented to you by Pinnacle Homes, building your trust. Visit them at remodelerswichita.com. And presented by Davis Liquor Outlet, neighborhood locations with superstore prices. Find a location at davisliquoroutlet.com. When we return, we'll visit with... Our friend, Matt Derrick of ChiefsDigest.com. He's here in Vegas, and we've actually had a chance to actually link up before the end of a Super Bowl week. We'll get to Matt Derrick next here on The Pulse. You're tuned into The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Hi, this is Blake Davis with Davis Liquor Outlet. And this is Brian Davis with another great special on Seager's Gin 1.75 liters, only $20.99. And pick up a Blue Moon 12-pack for just $15.99. Davis Liquor Outlet. Each store independently owned and operated. Neighborhood locations with superstore pricing. Paid for by Bar Justice. Attention. Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months? The FDA has warned that Zantac and other medications containing heartburn drug, ranitidine, may be contaminated with cancer-causing agent NDMA. Zantac may be linked to these cancers, bladder, colorectal, esophageal, intestinal, kidney, liver, ovarian, pancreatic, stomach, testicular, and uterine. If you or a loved one have been diagnosed with cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months, call now. 800-516-9931 Never stop taking medication without first consulting a physician. Call right now for a free consultation. You may be owed significant compensation. Call 800-516-9931. 800-516-9931. That's 800-516-9931. 800-516-9931. Okay, you know how it feels when you've saved enough for that long-awaited home edition? Now imagine an edition on that edition. That's the feeling with Capital One where a new savings account earns an interest rate five times the national average. That's right, five times, as represented by five times more singers. This is Banking Reimagined. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms apply. Rate comparison based on FDIC national rate. Capital One NA member FDIC. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. 
Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language, like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Entrepreneurs Wanted. With over 25 years as a commercial real estate leader in Wichita, Occidental Management is proud to support entrepreneurs and startups in the markets we live and work. Alloy Architecture is a business partner we work with to design solutions for our tenants and properties. We did the design work for Occidental's historic ice house building and then moved our offices into it. Our partnership with Occidental has provided unique and creative architectural solutions for the Wichita community. We're proud to help bring their entrepreneurial vision into reality. To learn more, visit OCC mgmt.com or call 316-262-3331. Back here on the Bulls on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. I'm Pat Strothman, Jack Johnson producing. We are here Super Bowl Radio Row taking place in Las Vegas inside the Mandalay Bay. Got lots of exciting stuff coming your way throughout the week. Tuesday's more of a quiet day, which is why it's perfect to bring this guy in as of right now because things are going to get hectic, and I'm sure he's going to be too busy dealing with other stuff. So it's great to have Matt Derrick here in person in Las Vegas from ChiefsDigest.com. Matt Derrick is presented to you by Interest Bank. Today, it's time for easy. That's why there's free checking from Entrust Bank. Tradition for today, member FDIC. Well, hello, Matt. We made it. We're here. We made it. We're here. And I'm very impressed because off-air, you have opening night voice. <laughs> and, but I can't tell on air. I mean, you just you get the microphone, you flip it on, and an opening night voice goes away. I've got a little opening night voice still left. Well, speaking of opening night... Let's get your thoughts on what you saw from opening night. Probably the first thing that you noticed was, hey, the grass is outside, not inside. Maybe you didn't see that. I know that's the first thing that I saw. I'm like, the field is outside. It's not inside the stadium. It's crazy to me. Yeah, we got that tray system that rolls in just like uh, in Phoenix. So we're cr- everybody's crossing their fingers that it won't be the same <laughs> issue here that they had last year. Um, so it was covered up yesterday. You really couldn't see much of it because the tarp was down. Mm-hmm. Um, tarp doesn't fit the entire field. No, way, it but. doesn't. <laughs> I noticed the same thing, too. The end zones were, were poking out. <laughs> yeah, I thought the same thing. But the way that they were drying it out, too, because it's been raining. When I got here in Vegas, it was, it was rainy. So that was uh, a little bit different. But opening nights, the walk around and talk to as many Chiefs players as possible, it's always a great scene. You talk to a boatload of people. I know I had a chance to speak with seven of them. But throughout the week, you got to pace yourself because there's going to be a ton of opportunities to have one-on-ones with some of these guys. I was really impressed with, with the guys who I talked to, but you've had a chance to walk around and, and talk to a bunch of people. Was there anyone in particular that stood out to you? Was there any quote that you're like, okay, that's an interesting quote right there that I want to highlight and focus on ahead of Super Bowl 58 on Sunday? I mean, probably the most noteworthy one was just simply talking to Willie Gay about his injury in his neck and you know, and, and him saying that had, had he played in the AFC Championship game, he didn't feel like he'd be ready for the Super Bowl because he would have injured it worse and not been able to play. So he says he's feeling great. It's all good now. We twisted his neck around a few times to show us <laughs> how he was feeling. So um, that's a pretty, I think a pretty good sign for him. Um, you know, and for me, I'm, di- you know, different for me than for, you know, radio guy, you know, Hey, you need sound. You need to go around, you know, give stuff you can put on the air. I'm, I'm mostly writer guy. So I, I'm, I'm going around, I'm trying to talk to people that we never get to talk to, Yeah. you know, because the, the chiefs don't make so many people available. So assistant coaches, people behind the scenes, front office people um, those are the people you get access to this week that you never get access to so for me yeah opening night since it's hard to hear and to talk to people and everything like that I, I've I mean this is only my third so it's not like I'm a veteran I mean there's people who have been doing this much much longer than me 
but you just go around and you know and find the people that you don't normally get to talk to. Uh, so that's that's the that's the biggest goal to me this week. Mm-hmm. Well, this week I think there are a lot of different angles that you could take for the game itself. I know we recap the Baltimore Ravens and, and already have that already done. But this week, I guess start with the injury report. You brought up Willie Gay. Sounds like he's ready to go for this game on Sunday. The guy everyone's wondering about is Joe Tooney. Seems like maybe a little bit of a long shot, but he was there speaking to different guys yesterday. No Charles and many who I had a chance to visit with. And, man, he badly wants to be in this game, man. Like, he, he was incredibly motivated. He's like, man – like this is this is the game I want, you know. They they didn't pay up. I ended up going to the Kansas City Chiefs, and I wanted to show them in HD what they were missing. And I'm like, man, that's kind of a kind of a bummer. They don't get a chance to do that. But it's sports. It's life. That's the way it goes. Kadarius Tony, same thing. You know what's what's his situation? So I guess start with the injury report. Joe Tooney, probably the one that has the the longest of shots to play on Sunday. Yeah, um, to, it, with with Tooney, I mean, it, it does feel kind of fairly fairly borderline there. I would imagine that he wouldn't be able to play. I mean, even though even being there last night, um, you know, we'll, we will see. Nick Allegretti obviously seems pretty prepared to go in. He's parted in a Super Bowl before. Wasn't a winning Super Bowl, but um, he's got postseason starts under his belt. So from an experience standpoint, you know, you're not you're not missing a whole lot without Tooney, but he's an all-pro. I mean, there's no doubt about that. Um, I mean, he's the, the, you know, the more interesting one because that's definitely going to affect things. I mean, that's going to change the lineup quite a bit. Uh, with Allegretti, you know, you, you have a known quantity, but now, you know, you start mixing in. How are you going to deal with that? Is it going to be just more Carl Loftus and Dana and Chris Jones playing outside? Are you going to get Malik Herring, you know, in situations more snaps? Is Phil Felix going to play more? Um, chances are yes. I mean, I would imagine Felix will be active and you get him in there for, you know, a few. I mean, he you would get him doing what he's comfortable with, which is probably third down pass rushing situations. Uh, but that's that's the one to me that I think that you're going to have to see the, the Chiefs defense kind of tweak a little bit their rotation the most. Well, uh, the thing is, though, I don't know if anyone's highlighting the pass rush for this upcoming game. It's all about stopping the run of San Francisco, right? At least that's been – like last so they year with, with Philadelphia, it's the same thing, right? It, it's the exact same thing, and that is you got to stop the run. You got to stop Jalen Hurts from from running all over the football field. You, you got to stop what they're able to do so well with the rushing attack. Well, haven't we seen from the Chiefs the last couple of postseason games against Baltimore and against Buffalo, two teams that focus on the run? Now, Baltimore changed up their strategy. Why, we still don't know why Baltimore decided to go with maybe Lamar Jackson throwing the football way more than actually running the football with some tailbacks. What, a combined eight carries for guys not named Lamar Jackson in that game, which is a little strange. But, you know, the Chiefs, they've shown that they have been a top defense, and I know when you listen to the national broadcast, they say, well, you can run against the Chiefs, but I don't know. I've kind of seen what they've been able to do, but this seems different because it is Christian McCaffrey. It is an offensive line that has a future Hall of Famer in Trent Williams. It, it just seems different in this game compared to Baltimore and Buffalo. Do you get the same feeling? Yeah, I mean, I think you could make the argument that, you know, far as far across the entire line, Maybe this is going to be the more difficult offensive line that the Chiefs have faced because you know they, they do have a couple of big name stars on there that you can really just trust. Um, even though I think they do have a couple of question marks as well, but you know when you've got you know some anchors that you can rely on, that's that's a big key, and that's something that not every team the Chiefs have faced in the playoffs can say. Uh, you know, I think honestly, I mean Buffalo's best offensive lineman is their center, and so you know that's the, you need to have a better anchor than that. I mean, no, no I, I love Mitch Morris, but you'd rather your your left tackle be, maybe be your best offensive lineman or your right tackle. Um, but and yeah, I mean, and, but the Chiefs defense. Defensive strategy, even though the tactics may be different, the strategy is going to be the same. I mean, Steve Spagnuolo, what does he want to do? He wants to win on first and second down so he can put you in third and long and go after you. Um, And that's where, you know, they will have to absolutely make Brock Purdy uncomfortable. And I think they can do that. I mean, I think that obviously this pass rush can do it. 
But what you've got to do is on first and second down, you've got to contain Christian McCaffrey. I mean, and and some of those elements are the same. I mean, what do you need to do? You need to make sure you're setting the edge so, you know, the, the running lanes aren't there. You've got to clog up the middle, you know, so that he doesn't have anywhere to go. The linebackers have to contain. I mean, you know, it's there's some of the same elements there that the Chiefs just, you know, continually rely upon. But even though they have had a leaky defense at times against the run, I mean, I think you still feel like that their their strategy, which is typically to make a team one-dimensional, can work in this game. And if they do make them one-dimensional and turn them into a team that throws the football, this has to be the best group of of secondary guys that the 49ers probably have faced this season, no? I would think so. I mean, Chiefs have some of the best secondaries in the league, so I I think it would be will be difficult. Now, you know, con- conversely, they've got some really good talent <laughs> right. at receivers. So, um, <laughs> is this one of the deeper you know pos- skill position groups the Chiefs have faced? I mean, because this will in the playoffs. I mean, Christian McCaffrey will be the best running back they faced. George Kittle is going to be the best tight end that they have faced. Um, Ayuk is probably at least considering. Top three, I would have said top two behind Tyreek as being the best receivers that they faced. Um, Debo Samuel is a different kind of weapon. You know, he's got speed that outside of Tyreek you really haven't seen. Um, I mean, that's four deep. I mean, and the Dolphins may have went there, but their guys were injured. The Ravens certainly didn't go four deep. The Bills don't go four deep as far as weapons go. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it goes both ways. I mean, I don't think there's any doubt. I mean, this is the best skill position group the Chiefs will have faced in a while. But uh, you make to your point, I mean, Chiefs secondary, even, even with missing Brian Cook and where they are at safety, um, this cornerback group, I mean, and their starters, even, even with Mike Edwards in there, I'd feel pretty good about them. Well, hey, and you even have guys like Deion Bush stepping on the field and getting interceptions. So let's be real. If he can yeah. hop on the field and do that, then that's a pretty good sign. And of course, Steve Spagnuolo has had a, a great year this year. He's been so instrumental in this Super Bowl run, but also just instrumental in the Chiefs' success these last couple of years. Matt Derrick of ChiefsDigest.com joining us here on The Pulse. He's brought to you by Interest Bank. Brock Purdy, the one thing about Brock Purdy, I know you say make him feel uncomfortable, but watching him – in the NFC Championship game, him using his legs ended up being deadlier than I thought it was going to be. Does that concern you a little bit in this game or no? I mean, let's let's be real. They face Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen. Brock Purdy theoretically should be the worst out of the group. But watching him last week or two weeks ago, I couldn't help but just go, he can probably kill you with your legs if you're going to test them that way. Well, I mean, the bet that comes back down to you know the, a couple of things we were talking about before, yeah. which is that if if you're not containing your gaps, containing your lanes, setting the edge, and you're giving the quarterback an opportunity to scramble, that can be a problem no matter who's back there. I mean, yeah, maybe Dan Marino might be the only guy you don't have to worry about scrambling, but <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, Brock, Brock Purdy's still a young guy. I mean, he can still move. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, that's that's something you have to guard against. But you know, you have to be prepared for that. And so I I think the Chiefs. Are I mean they you know and we'll see I mean sometimes they have to get burned a couple of times before they make the adjustment so we'll see you know maybe they are so concerned about Christian McCaffrey and they're so concerned about the pass rush that maybe they do fall asleep a little bit on Brock and his scrambling ability well you know what you get you get just you know a, a couple of looks at it and certainly in the second half you've seen the Chiefs adjust so you know I, I wouldn't think that would be any major long-term problem, but I would imagine that, that Spags and his coaches are probably thinking, you know what, we saw what the, that happened. You know, you guys got to be prepared for it. What's the key to the Chiefs offense this weekend against San Francisco? I think it's the same thing that it's been through for me throughout the entire playoffs. It's It's just – Control the football. Don't make mistakes. Don't have drops. Don't have turnovers. Don't have dumb penalties. If you win the turnover battle and the penalty battle with this defense, you should win every game you play pretty much. And and the way that Patrick Mahomes is playing right now, even more so. I mean, because he's not putting the ball in harm's way. He is just he is executive game managing at the highest level which is a compliment. I mean, I don't mean that as a slam in any way. Game, ma- game manager. Shh. Can't I mean, say, you can't say that about quarterbacks. I mean, we, you know, it can be done good and it can be done bad. I mean, and Brock, Brock Purdy's a game manager too. And it just he has an offense in which that's what it depends upon. 
but Patrick's on another level. I mean, in some of the throws that he's been making in this playoffs, and certainly, I mean, I think I can say that I I can't remember a throw that he's put in danger in the last three games. I mean, that's just how his decision making has been too. So that to me is that's how you win offensively. I mean, you just you you do what the Chiefs have been doing. You establish the run. You throw the football, but you don't put it in any danger. You take what the defense is giving you. If they give you and allow you a deep shot, take it judiciously, but you don't need to be pushing it downfield. Um, that's been the winning strategy for the Chiefs. And like I said, you win the turnover battle, you don't make penalties, and you don't have bad drops. This team is going to win almost every game. Does Jarek McKinnon see the field on Sunday? I I would be amazed. I mean, you know, the dude just had surgery a month ago. Right. And a core muscle surgery, which you are talking about Blake Bell earlier. Yeah. And Blake, you know, had a very similar surgery. I don't know that Blake had the fractured pelvis along with it. Um, I don't know. I mean, it, I, I, I got to imagine that he's just there a little bit to scare the 49ers, to, you know, give them a chance. Maybe it's a little, you know, benef- bonus to, to, to Jarek to let him, you know, be a bigger part of it this yeah. week because it's former team and all. Right. Um, and, and, you know, and there's other things of elements of it too. I mean, you know, Jarek wants to prove to – teams he's gonna be the free agent again so if he comes back to casey or not maybe he wants to show the other 31 teams i'm healthy i can play there's probably an upside for both you know jerick and the chiefs to have him back out there this week but playing gosh if he does he'd be the and, and i mean i say this already he is one of the toughest dudes i've ever covered and watched play given his size and the the blocks that he will, and the bo- way he puts his body in, in harm's way, he's already but uh, one of the toughest dudes I've ever seen play. But if he plays this week, um, he would move probably to the top of that list. Win or lose, is this a dynasty in the NFL? I mean, I I think it is because I'm also not convinced that it's done. I mean, I don't think four Super Bowls in five years is the end of the story for this team. I mean, even if they don't get a third. They could get a third next year. You know, I mean, it's it's. I don't think this story's done yet. So I'm sure if the Chiefs lose, there will be some narratives about an underperforming dynasty of some sort, or there'll be some of that kind of talk. And But, uh, I mean, one, I, I guess I think they're going to win, you know. But two, no, I don't. I mean, as long as you got Patrick Mahomes, your dynasty's still running. Matt Derrick kind of tipping his hand, showing his hand a little bit. I am. I haven't picked out a score yet, so, you know, you might as well just put that question in your pocket. <laughs> I, knew, I, knew, I knew the score wasn't going to happen, but you think the Chiefs are going to get this win. And if they do, well, bring up the dynasty question. If they do beat the 49ers, is this the greatest run to a Super Bowl championship in history? Ooh, good, I know it's loaded, question. but think about it. You go to Buffalo. Let's start with the fact that you get Miami at home, which, yes, at home, compared to being on the road, that's probably going the – Make the narrative a little bit different. But let's be real. Miami, it's not like Miami was a slouch of a team, right? We, we all thought they were maybe fraudulent because they didn't beat teams that had a record above 500, but they still had the offensive firepower that they had. Then you go to Buffalo. This is the year for Buffalo. Hey, Mahomes, it's the worst team that they've ever had. Still lose. Baltimore, thinking the same thing. Hey, it's the worst team that the Chiefs have ever had. Still lose. And now here you are. It's Chiefs and 49ers. They're underdogs. We all know what that's like with Patrick Mahomes. So that's why I asked the question. It's, it's got to be – you're beating considerably three of the top teams in the NFL, four of the top teams in the NFL, if you really want to add to Miami. Yeah, it, to me it depends on how they do it. If if they do it with another stifling defensive performance and they hold the Niners to single-digit points – then yeah, because not only can you say that they they beat four of the best teams in the league and they, they, they took out a, a two ones and a two seed um, and a really, 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 I mean, good six team, six team that was literally maybe just a couple of plays from being the two. I mean, they in Baltimore, Buffalo absolutely were down to the, the wire there. Um, but if if the defense stands up again, then this is going to end up being one of the top five scoring defenses, if maybe not, you know, Maybe they can have number two or three, depending. I don't know if they can catch that Baltimore defense that gave up five points on average in the yeah. first season. But, you know, right now, yeah, I mean, and that's the thing, the crazy thing. We're talking about it. It's a Patrick Mahomes team that might have the top five scoring defense in postseason history. Um, that would be an incredible run to me. Now, if it ends up in a 38-35 shootout, 
probably say, yeah, there's probably been some wild card teams. I mean, maybe the Giants or something, you know. I mean, and probably the Giants just knocking off the Patriots undefeated team, period, just has to go down as the sure. greatest postseason run. Um, but, no, it'll be up there. It'll okay. be up there. Okay, well, you're taking Chiefs then. You don't have a score. I'm taking the Chiefs. Don't know what the score is going to be. I mean, I got to decide if I'm going to hold the 49ers to under 10 points. And how many of the Chiefs are going to score? Well, you have the rest of the week to figure it out. And it could. I mean, you know, I thought that last year's game would be a little more lower scoring than it was, and that ended up being a shootout. Right, so. exactly. So, I don't know. I don't know what to think. I I, I have the rest of the week to figure it out, too. No one's going to ask me for my <laughs> score prediction right Ooh. now. Hey, Pat, what's your score prediction? Ha, that's not how this game works. <laughs> you can't turn the tables like that. All right, Matt, thank you so much for your time. Glad to see you here, and uh, enjoy the rest of Vegas, okay? That uh, sounds like a plan. You too, my man. Matt Derrick of ChiefsDigest.com. He's brought to you by Interest Bank. Broadcasting from Super Bowl 58 Radio Row. Our coverage brought to you by Davis Liquor Outlet. Neighborhood locations with superstore prices. Find a location at davislickeroutlet.com. And brought to you by Pinnacle Homes. Building your trust. Visit them at remodelerswichita.com. We wrap up hour number one with some more Chiefs audio from opening night next. The heartbeat of Wichita sports fans. The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Catch the Fab Five with Fat Jack from FatJackSports.com on The Pulse with Pat Strothman every Friday at 225 during the football season. Pat and Jack will pick five games against the spread from local and national games. You'll hear angles to games you didn't know existed. Fat Jack has been a leading sports analyst for 28 years. His records are documented and recorded at FatJackSports.com. Listen every Friday for the Fab Five at 225 on The Pulse with Pat Strothman on ESPN Wichita. Hello, this is Jeff from CBD American Shaman Derby. We can help you rediscover romance through natural elevation. Boost your endurance and satisfaction with our horny goat weed. It's our blue pill for him and her. Happy Valentine's Day. Life is better with the feather. I tend to second-guess dinners with friends because they're often interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall. If you're allergic to pork or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints, call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit Creon.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N.com. Sponsored by Ab. Did you know that carbon monoxide is odorless and invisible? And the only way to detect it is by installing carbon monoxide or CO alarms. First Alert is reminding you to install CO alarms on every level and in every bedroom of your home. Also, remember, alarms don't last forever and need to be replaced at least every 5 to 10 years depending on your alarm. Protect your home and family with safety you can trust by visiting firstalert.com and Lowe's stores for your carbon monoxide alarms. Toppers Plus Truck Accessories has moved to a new location at 333 Northwest Street. Whether you're working or playing, Toppers Plus will get your truck ready with Rhino Linings. Nothing beats a Rhino. The leader in sprayed-on truck bed liners that outperforms plastic drop-in rubber mats and paint-like coatings. They won't crack, peel, or warp and include a lifetime warranty. Toppers Plus, your Rhino dealer. Visit our new location at 333 Northwest Street or toppersplusks.com. Make your truck work for you! ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM will be live in Las Vegas to bring you all the sights and sounds of Super Bowl 58. And no one hung their head and everybody was ready to go and now we're going to the Super Bowl and like I said, we're not done. Get ready for the Chiefs and 49ers in Super Bowl 58 right here on your hometown radio station. ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Naturally, when you have a bunch of audio and you have Matt Derrick 
Sometimes you run out of time, and that's exactly what is happening here in hour number one. Almost over here for the polls. Broadcasting from Las Vegas, Nick Lowry, Taylor Eldridge, KUK State Talk. We might sneak in another bit of Chiefs audio as well in hour number two. All coming your way here on ESPN Wichita. We're broadcasting from Super Bowl 58 Radio Row. It's presented to you by Pinnacle Homes, building your trust. Visit them at remodelerswichita.com and presented by Davis Liquor Outlet. Neighborhood locations with superstore prices. Find a location at davisliquoroutlet.com. Let's sneak in one more interview from opening night last night at Allegiant Stadium. Let's hear from Felix Inudike Uzama, former K-State Wildcat King Felix. Could he be in line for some more snaps this weekend? The biggest game of the season, Super Bowl 58 against the San Francisco 49ers. Is he nervous at all? Here is King Felix. All right, Felix Inudike Uzama. First year, here you are in Vegas, getting ready to play for a Super Bowl championship. What's that like? Uh, it's unbelievable. Coming from a Big 12 championship to now the Super Bowl, it's, it's just a wild thing um, to be a part of. It's uh, truly a God's blessing uh, for me to be in this uh, spot right now. So, yeah. Well, you're always pulling for the Chiefs. Did you ever think that in your first year you're going to make it to the Super Bowl? Like, I'm sure you're thinking there's a good chance, but let's be real. When you got drafted, were you thinking Super Bowl rings on that opening night? Oh, yeah, 100%. I know that man, uh, playoff Pat, can always uh, drive somebody to the Super Bowl. So that was the one thing I was looking forward to. When I got drafted here, I was like, okay, our chances of going to the Super Bowl is uh, 50-50. So. What's this year been like, you know, as a rookie? You know, how challenging has it been? How much have you progressed? I know for, for some, people get caught up in the snaps and whether you're a starter or not. But for you, you know, you've got a chance to learn under Furious George and Chris Jones and Charles and many of you. you got to learn under some good, some important guys. So your thoughts on how this year has gone so far? Um, it's, always, it's obviously uh, tough, but it's a rookie year. Um, I remember back in K-State, I had my freshman year. It's kind of like same same thing like that. And then obviously I was learning through uh, Wyatt Huber and all the guys, just like how now I'm learning through Chris Jones, George Kalopis. So it's something that I'm going to learn too. And then obviously take notes and then uh, obviously do my best for next year. So, But I'm worried about this game because this is the, the biggest game of my life, uh, Super Bowl. And um, to be even playing it is, is a dream come true. So this is this is truly a blessing. And um, this, this is still – Wild. <laughs> Still wild. Yeah, well, Spags mentioned that you could be a guy that could get some more reps this upcoming game in the Super Bowl, which is, it can be nerve-wracking, but knowing a guy like you, you accept the challenge. What's it been like preparing for this type of moment? And, I mean, what does it say about Spags having that kind of confidence in you to be ready for a moment like this? Um, yeah, it's, it's just a lot of confidence, especially from my defense coordinator. I know there's a huge uh, step to have a rookie. I haven't been playing that much snaps just to be able to play in this game, but I'm glad that uh, my coordinator had confidence in me, and obviously, um, it's just it's it's very big. It's a very big responsibility, and I'm willing to take. So upcoming, you have the San Francisco 49ers. What stands out about the 49ers and what they do up front, and what's important to try to slow down San Francisco this upcoming weekend? Uh, I know they have obviously their offensive line is uh, one of their strong points. Um, they have a Hall of Famer on the right, on the left tackle, uh, Trent Williams. So it just um, basically what we've been doing all season, just been attacking them, attacking uh, different tendencies and stuff like that, just to be able to weaken it, weaken the offense down and then be able to create plays. So, yeah. Is there in Spags We Trust t-shirt? Is there a t-shirt underneath there or no? I this time. I did not, I did not wear it this time. <laughs> What's that like, though? I mean, that's kind of funny. I know Spags, you know, jokes and – says he's going to kill, you know, whoever did it. But let's be real. I think kind of says what this unit's been like. I mean, you guys have been a top top team throughout the entire year. So, yeah. I mean, it says a lot about how tight you guys are. Yeah, just there's a lot of trust that we got in our Spags, uh, Coach Spags. Just, uh, we believed in everything he had uh, done for us, really. So, And he'd been putting us in the best position, uh, the best place to make plays and the best position to win games. So that's why we were all rocking that shirt. Spags, we trust because any anything he says, we trust what – uh, calls he makes and what anything basically put us in the best position. Well, if there's any K-Staters that are listening to this or watching to this right now, what do you guys say to all the K-State K-State faithful that might be listening to this right now? Email all the way. I'm glad you guys are watching. Um, hope to bring one home. <laughs>
Felix Enudike Uzama, who is going to be playing for a Super Bowl in his very first season, and he is doing it with his hometown team, the team that he wanted to be a part of when he was drafted. He thought, yeah, we could get a ring. And, yeah, he thought it could happen this year. But this year, we all know that he's been behind some guys. But we've also seen that happen, too, with a couple of other guys who ended up using a year or two to learn under some of the top guys to really be better players the following year. Maybe FAU comes out and shows out on Sunday in Las Vegas. Let's be real. This is where the stars are. Would be a good time for him to break out and become a star for the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl against the San Francisco 49ers. That does it for us here in hour number one. Still to come, Taylor Eldridge, Nick Lowry, and some more opening night audio. It is The Pulse broadcasting from Super Bowl 58 Radio Row in Las Vegas, and it's brought to you by Pinnacle Homes in Davis Liquor Outlets. More of The Pulse straight ahead on Wichita's sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM, KKGQ, Newton.